Hey everyone, welcome to another Tuesday evening teaching and welcome to Refinery Life Church. I'm excited that you're here. We're in another month of Tuesdays, so let's get ready. Let's get ready. You know, if, if you're on the Gold Coast and you're looking for a new church home, why don't you come and join us? We meet together at 9.30 on Sundays at 23 T.E. Peters Drive at Broad Beach. We'd love to see you there. We're a friendly church. We preach the Word of God. That really is all you need to be looking for when you look for a new church home. 9.30 on Sundays. We'd love to have you there. Join me now in the Lord's Prayer. We pray the Lord's Prayer every time we meet because Jesus said that this was his model prayer. This is what the disciples needed to know. So if the disciples could pray this, we can too. Let's pray it together. It says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. We're starting a new series today. And it's titled, The Past Speaks to the Present. We're going to look at it for the next four Tuesdays. And these messages are based on the lives of the patriarchs. And today's message is titled, Getting Guidance from God. The text we're looking at and concentrating on is in Genesis. It's 24:67. Now, I'm going to read from the New King James Version. Let me encourage you, as we meet together, bring your Bible and let's read these scriptures together. You can read from whichever version you prefer. So Genesis, Genesis 24:67. It says, then Isaac brought, into, brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and he took Rebekah and she became his wife and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. And the scriptures we're going to work through this evening are Genesis 24, 1, 67. Now I know that's a lot of scriptures, so let me encourage you to have a read of them later on because it's a little bit too much for us to all read together now. So it's Genesis 24, 1 through to 67. But join me now as we, we pray for our offering. If you've got a seed and you're ready to sow, we pray for our offering every single week. You know, we are a church that, that blesses other ministries. So as, as we receive seed, we sow that seed somewhere else. And that's a biblical principle. Let's pray for offering. The details will be on the bottom of the screen if you've got your seed and you're ready to sow. Thank you, Father, for the privilege of giving to you. For the glory of your name and cause. We know that your son's words, Jesus' words are true when he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. We thank you for the heavenly blessings, Lord, that you have for us. And it's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray this evening. Amen. Amen. You know, each and every day, thousands of planes fill the skies all around. Guiding them so that they avoid accidents is a serious responsibility shared by traffic control officers and pilots. And each plane is a, has a complex guidance system as well that the pilots depend on. In the book of Genesis, we can read the story of how Abraham received intricate guidance from God to obtain a wife for his son of promise, Isaac. We can examine this story to learn what steps Abraham and his servant and Isaac took 
to obtain God's guidance because we can all learn from it. And the first thing we're going to look at this evening is to determine to follow God's will. Because if we're not going to follow God's will, there's no point even receiving that guidance, is there? So Isaac was confident that God wanted a wife for him. She would share his faith and be like-minded in purpose. That right there needs to be what some people hear. For those of you that are out there looking for husbands especially, or looking for wives, they've got to share your faith. And they've got to be like-minded in purpose. It does not work any other way. Isaac knew that marriage would work best if she was from a similar background. Consequently, Abraham sent a servant back to his home in Mesopotamia to find a woman who fits the profile. And if we want to receive God's guidance, we must be willing to do his will. Because receiving God's guidance and not doing it is a complete waste of time for everyone involved. We cannot follow God's will when we have determined within ourselves to do as we please. Talking to you, church. Not talking to the world here. We're talking to the church worldwide. We can't just do as we please. If we refuse to yield our will to the will of God, we cannot find the guidance that we're seeking. Isaac was willing to do God's will. Our second thing this evening is we must be rational. The servant used his rational powers to find a wife. With Abraham's instruction, the servant took ten camels and all kinds of choice gifts and set out. He reached the city of Nahor late in the afternoon when the women would come out to the well for water. So he's being rational here. He knew how things worked. The servant then reasoned in Genesis 24, 13 and 14, Behold, here I stand by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, Please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, Drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. And by this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. So the servant got there used some rational thought knowing that the women would come out and then said, God, show me the one. Isn't that a great idea? Use our own rational thought and then say, Lord, show me. The servant understood that Isaac needed a self-reliant and outgoing woman for his wife. Locating the right woman was not a matter of chance. Hallelujah. When, when I met Pastor Amanda... We had both said to the Lord, the next person I meet will be the one I marry. We'd both made that promise to him and he brought us together. Hallelujah. I'm not saying it was always easy. We were two very different people, but we had the same purpose. We had the same goals and we loved the Lord first. Locating the right woman for this servant, for Isaac, was not just a matter of chance. It was the deliberate use of rational powers. God wants people to use the rational powers of the mind in seeking God's will. You know, if you believe God's telling you something but it doesn't line up with Scripture, it's probably not his will. 
Some people think that they can discover God's will by chance, much like flipping a coin and calling heads or tails. Others expect some miraculous intervention from heaven. They expect God himself to appear and speak audibly and tell them exactly what he wishes them to do. Still others rely on strong emotional feelings to discover God's will. Let me assure you, God does not work with your emotions. God wants to use us to use our heads in seeking his will. We should examine both pros and cons of the issue in a rational manner. We should think of every possible angle of the decision that we're about to make. This will help us to clarify our thinking. Our third thing this evening is we need to pray about the issue, whatever it may be. might not always be looking for a husband or a wife, but we should pray about whatever decisions we need to make. Isaac's servant prayed for the right woman for his master. Genesis 24, 12 says, Then he said, O Lord, of, o Lord God of my master Abraham, please give me success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. The servant believed in the power of prayer. Do we have that same belief? If he wanted light from the Lord, he had to look in that direction. If he wanted the Lord to guide him, he had to look to the Lord, not do his own thing. Prayer is one of the best means of receiving God's guidance. So often I hear people say, the Lord doesn't talk to me. Why, are you praying? Are you reading your Bible? Jesus continually searched for God's will through prayer, didn't he? One example of Jesus' prayer was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was honest with God and told him he wanted to find some way other than the crucifixion. Three times he asked God to remove the cup, yet he was reaching the place of submission. Finally, he said in Matthew 26, 42, again, a second time, he went away and he prayed, saying, Oh, Father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. Thus, Jesus used prayer to arrive at the right decision. Fourth thing this evening is wait on the Lord. Don't expect an answer straight away. Sometimes we need to wait. The Lord moves in his timing, not ours. He's rarely early and he's never late, but it has to be his timing. The servant of Abraham waited on the Lord. Genesis 24, 21 says, and the man wondering at her remained silent so as to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. He didn't think or presume that the Lord had done something. He waited to see whether the Lord had done something. He didn't try and speak it into existence. Rebecca came to the well to draw water, and after she'd done so, she offered the servant some water. And Genesis 24, 18 and 19 says, She said, Drink, my Lord. Then she quickly let her pitcher down to her hand and gave him a drink. And when she'd finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. Rebecca offered both the servant and the camels water. Without doubt, this action was an immediate answer to the servant's prayer. Yet he did not want to act hastily. While Rebecca went for more water, he waited for the feeling of certainty. 
In getting guidance from God, we must respond to his leadership with caution. God guides deliberately. He does not lead recklessly. Therefore, we need to be careful not to make quick decisions. Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's how we all should be. We should wait on the Lord. As we finish up today, are you going through life directing yourself? Let me tell you, that path, if you are, will lead to frustration and ultimately to disaster because you don't know where you're going. You need to follow God's guidance. Make up your mind tonight to follow his ways and his will. Use your rational powers and pray about things. Pray about the decisions you need to make and wait on the Lord. And let me also encourage you, as I do every time we meet, to be diligent with your Bible study times because God has so much more for us that we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him. And if you let him, he'll make you whole, spirit, soul and body. And you're important to God, but you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and you need prayer for, we want to be there for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And this year we believe is a year of restoration and recovery, divine restoration and divine recovery. So if you want some of that, let me encourage you to get closer to the Lord. Start seeking out his will, not yours. And until next time, the blessing.